Hello everyone and welcome back to the Gelman Report. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the first round of the NFL playoffs. This weekend is going to be NFL wildcard weekend. There's going to be six games um, on Saturday. Um, there's going to be back-to-back-to-back games. And on Sunday, there's going to be another three games back-to-back-to-back. So in this episode, we're going to be going over my predictions for every single game uh, from this weekend. So again, we're going with six games. So let's get right into the episode. Let's start off on the AFC side. And the first game we're going to be going over is the Titans versus Ravens. So this is a rematch from an earlier game this season when the Titans beat the Ravens in overtime. And then it's another rematch from last year's AFC Divisional Round where the Titans again beat the Ravens. Uh, they, uh, the Ravens were the, the two seed and they upset them 28-12 to 12, uh, with Derrick Henry having a monster, monster game. So I think this is going to be, um, out of the six games um, this weekend, I think this is going to be one of the closest games um, but I do think that the Ravens are actually going to get the revenge. And I think that they are going to win. Um, so the Titans, and my reasoning is that the Titans, um, throughout their 17 regular season games, they've only allowed, um, they only have, their defense only has 19 sacks um, on the year. That is third worst in the NFL. Only two teams are below that. Um, along with only having 19 sacks, they only have 117 QB pressures, which is fourth last in the league. And then to add on to their um, small amount of sacks and QB pressures, they only have 70 QB hits, which is, again, fourth last in the league. So through all these stats, you can see that they do not get a lot of pressure, the Titans. Um, and I think that that is going to allow Lamar to play to his strengths. Um, he won't be down a lot. Um, which he plays much better with a lead. He won't have to. He won't be rushed in the pocket. He'll have time to throw, especially with um, how bad the pressure is from the Titans and how great the offensive line is uh, for the Ravens. And so he's going to be able to, throughout this game, be comfortable um, in the pocket, which of course um, makes the quarterback much better. Um, and so not only is uh, not only do I think the Ravens are going to win because of the weak defense from the Titans, not the weak defense as a whole. Their secondary is okay more like their weak uh, pass rush. I think that the Ravens right now are one of, are playing uh, football um, like, like they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I would take definitely the Packers, the Bills. Um, uh, of course, uh, take the Kansas City Chiefs over them. But I think they're playing like a top five team right now. Um, and... They are their defense is actually stepping up a lot. They are in their last three games. They're only allowing 88 rush yards per game. Um, and so while they've had a very weak schedule these last three games, they have played the Bengals, the Jaguar, uh, the Bengals, the Jaguars, uh, teams like that that are not very good. So that that 88 yards per game could be um, influenced by that. But either way, only allowing 88 rush yards per game is extremely extremely impressive. Um, and so I think that if they can continue to contain people, um, contain people running the ball um, against the Titans this weekend, then they're going to have a great, great chance of winning. Um, the the Titans uh, usually average 213 yards per game rushing. Uh, of course, Derrick Henry has plays a big part in that. There's, I don't think it's possible that they're going to be getting 
over 200 yards rushing um, this weekend. And so I think that because of uh, they're going to be able to contain Derrick Henry, they're going to be able to, Lamar's going to be able to play with the lead and be comfortable in the pocket. I think that the Ravens win this one, but in a very, very close uh, uh, revenge game for the Ravens. Moving on to our next game on the, a on the AFC side, and that is Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. So I think that this game is not going to be as close as the Titans and Ravens. I think this game is going to be an absolute blowout. Um, so to start, the Browns are going to be missing their starting right guard, going to be missing their backup, a backup wide receiver. They're going to be missing a, a, their backup wide receiver. And then most importantly, they're going to be missing their head coach, Stevin, uh, Stevin, Kevin Stefanski, who has been, um, I think, one of the best coaches uh, this year, definitely should be in um, in the conversation for coach of the year. He's really brought this team to a new level because they basically have the same roster that they did last year. But um, his scheme, his play calling um, has really elevated this team to a new, um, to another level. And so I was listening to, to Colin Coward and he was saying that it's not that big of a deal that um, Kevin Stefanski is missing. But while I don't think it's a humongous deal, it's not like your starting quarterback is missing, of course. I think that it plays a big part, especially with a player like Baker Mayfield. Um, in games without Kevin Stefanski um, in his two first se uh, in his two seasons in uh, the NFL, Baker Mayfield is uh, 12 and 17. So he has not been particularly, uh, he hasn't played particularly well when Kevin Stefanski is not his head coach. And so while he is going to be uh, the head coach of the Browns, he won't be there. And that I think plays a big difference um, in how well Baker plays. Um, and along with that, Baker, everyone knows, um, is not an incredibly athletic um, quarterback, not incredibly, um, of course, not very tall, doesn't have such a great arm. Um, and so because of those weaknesses that he has, he needs a really good offensive line um, to play the way he's been playing this year, which has been definitely above average. Um, the Browns have the top-ranked top offensive line um, in the NFL, um, and they're going to be missing their starting right guard. And so that's going to play a big part in Baker Mayfield not being able to get comfortable in the pocket, um, and that's going to, of course, cause him to play worse. And along with missing your right guard, you're playing the best pass rush in the NFL. The Steelers have the most sacks, they have the most QB pressures, and they have the second most QB hurries. So they have, again, the best pass rush in the NFL. And I think that Baker Mayfield's not going to be comfortable. He's not going to be able to throw the ball. He's not going to have time. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball against this Pittsburgh uh, front line. Uh, so I think that Pittsburgh wins this game by definitely, I would say, 10-plus points. I think it's a big uh, blot and um, a big defeat for uh, the Cleveland Browns. Moving on to um, uh, their last game in the AFC, and that is the Buffalo Bills versus the Indianapolis Colts. So I think similar to the Pittsburgh versus Cleveland game, I think this is an, uh, going. This is an easy one for me to choose. It is going to be a major, major blowout, um, and I think the Bills win this game um, easily. Uh, the Bills right now, in my opinion, uh, are the hottest team. They've won eight straight games. They're, they they would they only lost three games, and one of the games they lost to a hail mary. So they basically have won nine plus games in a row and in their last three games they're averaging over 47 points per game they're basically averaging they're averaging 15 50 points per game in, in their three um in their past three games and not and their amazing scoring is not just in these past three games it's not just a fluke they're top three in scoring throughout the entire year the kansas city chiefs 
the Tennessee Titans, and then the Buffalo Bills. So they're going to be able to score against Will against this, I would say, overrated Indianapolis defense. Um, Indy was getting a lot of love in the beginning of the season uh, because they're playing some weaker opponents. But when they started to play better teams, their defense uh, looked a lot weaker. Um, and so I think the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen are going to be able to kill that team, um, uh, especially uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and I think along with that, I don't think that the, the Colts can win a, a playoff game with their quarterback. I don't think Phillip Rivers is dynamic enough um, to win a playoff game um, at his age right now. Um, I don't. Of course, he's not dynamic enough, not athletic enough. Um, he's not going to be able to move around. And, and the Bills, um, their defense has been questionable throughout the season. Yeah, um, I, people have been talking about that. But when it's time to make big plays, they have players that can do that. Um, Josh Norman, they have, of course, uh, Tredavious White, um, not Micah Hyde. What's it? Uh, I think uh, Jordan Proyer. They have, they have some great defensive players, and I think they're going to be able to put a lot of uh, pressure on uh, Phillip Rivers. Um, he's not going to be able to get out of that because, as I mentioned before, not dynamic enough, not athletic enough, not a player, not like uh, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Um, and so I think that's going to make him uncomfortable, and he won't be able to throw the ball uh, down the field and get those big plays that he's looking for. So again, I wouldn't be surprised if this game ends in a 15-plus point victory for the Bills. I think this is an easy win for Josh Allen. Now, moving on to the side, to the NFC side of the bracket, we're going to be starting off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. So I think this is honestly, I think a lot of people are, of course, expecting the Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay to win, and I am too. They are my choice, but I think this is going to be closer than what a lot of people think. Um I think that yeah, so I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, I think that the only, I think that the only real strength of Washington um, is is their pass rush. That's basically the best part of their entire team. They have Ryan Kerrigan, of course. They have Chase Young. Um, they have great players like that. But I don't think they're going to be able to fully um, uh, pass the rusher pa oh, no, pa pass rush that they've been able to throughout the entire year. And that's because the Bucks have a top five rated offensive line. By Pro Football Focus, Tom Brady has only been pressured on 24% of his dropbacks, and they only allow a sack and a half per game. So in their 17 games, they've only allowed around 24 sacks, which is top three in the league. So they have one of the best offensive lines, um, and that's going to be able to help Tom stay out of pressure, which is where he's best. Of course, we saw when he's under pressure, he um, plays frazzled. He plays like he 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 plays. Um, it looks like he's a 43-year-old. Does not play. Um, uh, does not play uh, particularly well. Um, but I think that that offensive line is going to be able to stop that uh, Chase Young-led Washington uh, pass rush. But on the other hand, I think that the Tampa Bay defense is a little overrated as well. I think that they they give up they give up a lot of big plays. Uh, they blitz a lot, so they give a lot. Of, uh, of course, they give up a lot of big plays. Their corners aren't necessarily aren't particularly great. Um, and I think that right, they're the um, the Washington football team is five and one when Alex Smith starts. Um, he's most likely going to play on a, um, I think they're playing on Saturday or uh, on the weekend. Um, and so I think that, that of course that gives them a great chance to win. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be a close game. And I think people are going to uh, when Tampa Bay moves into the next round, this is going to show a little bit of um, their weaknesses. And I don't think that they get. Um, I don't think they win another playoff game after this. 
Now moving on to the fifth game of the weekend, and that is the New Orleans Saints versus the Chicago Bears. I think everyone is expecting this game to be a blowout, and I don't blame them. I think this is going to be a crazy, like, I wouldn't be surprised a 30-plus game. I think the Chicago Bears are one of the worst teams, not just in the playoffs, but just in the, in the, um, in, 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 excuse me, in the NFL as a whole. I think that, um, I would take the Chargers over them. I honestly, I might take, um, I would take the Texans over them. I know the Texans got destroyed by them, but I think that's just, uh, that was just a fluke game. I don't think uh, Mr. Trubisky plays like that all the time. So I think this is gonna could be a 30-plus point game uh, or 30-plus plus point victory for the Saints. Um, the Saints, statistically, they have the best defense in the league. And Mr. Trubisky is, t- he is either, a Pro Bowl quarterback, or he is either like Jamarcus Russell, like either one of the best, not one of the best quarterbacks, but a, a competent, solid quarterback that you could win games with, or he is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL that I've ever seen. I've watched a lot of Bears games because I have Allen Robinson. I used to have Allen Robinson on my fantasy team, um, and it was just painful to watch him sometimes, but then sometimes he's throwing dots, great uh, great deep passes, so I think he's too, too inconsistent. He's not going to be able to get away with all his mistakes um, against this, again, statistically the best defense in the league with the Saints. Um, and again, I don't think the Bears' defense is so great. Um, I think their their line, their uh, their pass rusher is amazing. Um, uh, but that Saints D is so, that Saints offensive line is so amazing. So I don't think they're able to really get pressure on Drew Brees. And if Drew Brees doesn't have pressure, then he plays much better. And they're going to have a huge, huge lead. So th- Drew Brees will not have to, have to, th- Will not have to throw the ball down the field, um, which of course is not one of his strengths as he is 41 years old. So I think that this is an easy win for New Orleans, but I'm a little worried about them in the coming uh, playoff games with uh, how much he is struggling, with how much Drew Brees um, is struggling. Moving on to the last game, and I save this one for last because I have no idea who's going to win this game. Uh, it's Seattle, uh, the Seattle Seahawks versus Los Angeles Rams. I have no idea. Who's gonna win this game? I, I, as I mentioned, basically in every episode, I was watching Colin Coward. I watch a lot of Colin Coward. He was saying that he, similar to me, similar to what I was saying, he has no idea who's going to win this game. Um, you know, no idea. I think these teams are extremely, extremely similar um, in their struggles and in their strength, uh, in their strengths. So in the two matchups they had this year, um, they each won one. So it makes it even harder to decide that who is going to win. Um, but there's one thing that does make it a little easier. If Jared Goff doesn't play, and John Walford does, in his second career start, I think of easily the Seahawks win. With the way the defense is playing, easily the Seahawks win. But if Jared Goff does, does play, and even though he's shaken up, and even though he just is two weeks removed from, from surgery, I still think they have a great chance of win the, the Seahawks. Um, but I, 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 I had to decide, so I decided with the Seahawks. I think that their struggles that they're having offensively right now, uh, the Seahawks, this past month, I think they're going to be able to fix that. Uh, they have a lot of time to prep for this game. They have basically a whole week to prep for this game. Um, I think they're going to be able to get their their offensive mojo back. Um, and the way the defense is playing, a top-five defense right now, it's looking. Um, with that great pass rush, Jamal Adams is playing much better. Their corners have stepped it up a bunch. Um, I think that... Um, 
I think that the Seahawks are going to win because they're, they're, I think they're going to get it together on offense, and I think that their defense is going to continue to play really, really well. But I can say the same thing for, this, uh, for the Rams. I think they have the best corner in the league. They have the best defensive player in the league in Aaron Donald. Their defense is great. Just a little worried about their offense. I'm more worried about the Rams' the offense than I am the Seahawks' offense, so I have to give the Seahawks um, the victory in this, uh, this game. Um, but it's basically a coin flip for me. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams win, and I, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle won. So yeah, that was the last game uh, that we're going to go over for this weekend, uh, for from this wild card weekend. Next week, when all the games are over, we're going to be doing the next round, the divisional round, and then the uh, then uh, keep going on and on. Maybe we just might do the next episode. We might just do the whole bracket because there's not that many games after. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like this video. It helps the channel grow out, uh, grow so much. It makes more people be able to see it and click on the channel and subscribe. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, follow on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. Thank you guys so much for listening, and goodbye.